couple of things. First up on the board, I need Romans 8, 31. Everybody yells at me and says, I don't tell you what it is. Romans 8, 31. I'll say it slow for you. It's there. There you go. Um, at the end, I always forget this. And then I, I have to do it myself. Or a pastor has to do it. Would everybody just join together and just stack all these chairs four high? Now, I didn't say three high. I didn't say five high. I said four high. Everybody say it with me. Four high. Thank you. Thank you. I, I wish I could look at you this morning and say, there ain't nothing coming at you this week. Okay? I really do. I, I, it's hard. You know, when I, I heard about Nadia, I'm like, God, oh, man, that stinks, you know? What, you know, and I, you know, and as a pastor and as a, as a leader and as a Christian, uh, a member of the body, you just kind of take that on yourself and you want to be able to fix it. And I'm going to be honest, there's just some things I don't know how to fix, you know? And I, I want to, though. I, I, I wish there was some way I could impact your security bone and that, you know, I could tell you everything's going to be okay this week and everything's going to turn out the way you want it to this week and there's no more bills coming that you didn't know about this week and I, I, I wish and your, and your kids weren't going to do anything stupid this week. You ever had that one? You know, and, 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 and I, I wish that, but I can't. Can't tell you whether our president's going to bomb somebody. I don't know. Honestly, I can't tell you that our whole world won't be at war by next Sunday because this world's nuts. And I honestly believe that given the right circumstances, we could be at Armageddon in about three and a half seconds. That's just, that's just honest with you, you know. I wish I could tell you that. But I can't. But here's what I can tell you. God Almighty, He knows it all. He's got everything under control. He will never leave you. He will never um, uh, forsake you. He will always be by your side. And He absolutely has every answer to every struggle and every problem. And His grace is sufficient and His power is perfected in our weakness. And I promise you this. That as long as you allow him to be that savior, that Lord in charge, the one who's actually tackling these things, you'll never lose. I'm going to say it again. That's where we smile. We'll never lose. That's three of you. That's good. That's good. That's good. This is so important. I, I... My prayer today is not that you hear this scripture that um, if God be for us, who could be against us? Folks, God wants to establish you in that. God wants to kind of seat that at the center of our mind and our heart and our emotions and our soul. He doesn't want us to kind of play games with it as things come. He wants us to this morning decide. God Almighty is for me. Amen. 
Almighty has my back and my front and my sides. Amen? You know, but you see, the problem with too many people is they tend to kind of waver. They tend to not make a decision. And then when the doctor calls and it's something you don't know how to handle and you don't want to hear, you're not sure what to do with it. But today's a good day to decide. I'll say it again. This side missed it. Today's a good day to decide that it's okay. The creator king of the universe has everything in hand. He's got everything in the palm of his hand. He's got everything under control. We're good. Amen? Father, this morning, help us not just to hear this. Help us to decide and establish this. Help us to integrate this into every area of our lives. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Father. And all God's people said, Amen. What then shall we say in response to these things? Now, I don't want you to miss that part. Because that part, if you go back to, you go back to the beginning of Romans 8, if you want to go back to the beginning of Romans, if you want. But, but in, in the last, like, 26, verse 26, uh, till our verse in 31, what we've studied the last few weeks is, is, is God knows where we are. Let, you know, I, does anybody know what I think the funniest verse in the Bible is? Is that, is that God comes to the garden and asks where Adam and Eve is because they're hiding in the bushes. Like anybody can hide from God. He kind of already knows. You know? If you've got stinky thinking, let me help you with something. He knows. You know, if you're holding stuff against somebody, guess what? He knows. You know, if you've got fears and phobias, he knows. Amen? It's okay. Release that trash. Anybody who tells you, oh, you shouldn't think that way, you tell them, you handle your thoughts, I'll handle mine. Amen? You ever have people do that to you? Oh, you ought not think that way. Oh, shut up and go away. You know? That's just where I'm at right now. You, you go get a life and I'll handle myself. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, is I want you to hear this. Is, is God knows where you are. And I don't know too many people that are always dead center in the righteousness and holiness and the word of God. Are you with me? You ever have thoughts? You ever have fears? You ever have things that you're just not sure what to do with? Anybody ever had a bad habit? Anybody? No, anybody? Amen? Anybody got stuff that you just feel like, you know, I ought to be able to deal with this, and and I just don't feel like I can. Are you with me? Here's what you've got to understand. God knows. And God loves you. Don't you let all these freaks tell you that, well, God can't love you if there's sin in your life. Good luck with that one. You know, I want you to understand, my God is immutable. Doesn't that turn you on? That means he never changes. 
He has loved you up till now. He loves you now. He always will love you now. He's committed to you from before, now, and forevermore. And the bottom line is, we don't have to worry about that. The problem is us. We're so insecure, we, got, we feel like i got to handle this myself because God may not get it right. We don't actually say that. We just do that. Amen? You know, this is important stuff, but God knows. And here's the coolest part about what then shall we say in response to these things. Let me tell you about these things. God takes us. He's got a plan. Amen? And his plan reaches all the way out here where I am and where you are. And if you're not there today, don't worry about it. You'll be there tomorrow. Amen? You know, I, where'd, my, where'd my hanky go? There it is. This is a snot slinger today. God reaches out there right where you are. And he's got this awesome plan and this awesome process and this awesome power to get you where he created you to be. That's these things. Let me just dwell there for a second. Guys, one of the major struggles I see people in people in the church, and God bless them, God loves them, sometimes I just want to spank them. But they fight the plan. They fight against the plan. Somehow, and if you read the book of Galatians, you'll really see this. Somehow they think that God ain't quite getting it right, so i got to take over. I've got to think this through. I've got to make this happen. Somehow I've got to, I've got to, I've got to. I want you to understand. Quit thinking. Quit striving on your own. Quit taking over. Because let me help you with something. God is for you. Now, when I say God, I'm not talking about Pastor Jay. I love Pastor Jay, and I'm glad he's for me, but big deal. Are you with me? Are are you with me? You know, there's a little bit of a difference between Pastor Jay... And God. You see, what this is saying is the one who created everything, the one who understands everything, the one who controls everything, the one who can do anything is for me. I want you to get this God Almighty is committed to your eternal. Success. God Almighty will do anything for you to be eternally successful. God Almighty will do anything and everything for you to be that man or woman you were created to be. 
The question is not if God is for us. The question is, do you believe he's for you? Amen? Let me ask you a question. What if you knew you could not fail? What would you do? Who would you be? How would you love? What would you do if you knew that whatever you stepped out to be or do, you will be successful? You see, I think we'd be totally different if we weren't afraid that we might fail. Most of us are a little afraid of stepping out and being successful because, just to be honest, we're afraid I might look a little stupid. You ever been there? God tells you something and you're like, you know, I'll let them know after I see the money. Huh? You know what I'm saying? But I want you to hear this. I want you to get this. I want you to understand when you set out to do whatever God has called you to do, when you set out to be the person that God has called you to be, you will not fail. Are you with me? You see, as you leave this place today, don't leave, go and go, oh, that, that pastor, he sweated a lot. Don't, don't do that. Go out of here and say, hmm. God Almighty, the creator king of the universe, is for me. God Almighty, the creator king of the universe, is committed to me and always will be. I love you all, but if you all leave tomorrow, I'm good. Amen? Are you with me? You know, because I've gone through that. A whole lot more than y'all. It's okay, because you know what? No matter what, he's for me. And like Bill Cosby says, I'll tell you, if you go out of this world, he'll just make another bunch just like you. Are you with me? We have nothing to fear. So why do we go around fearing? You know why we don't love? We're afraid. You know why we don't commit? We're afraid. Amen? You know why we don't step up and be that man or that woman in the kingdom of God? We're afraid. And God's saying, you ain't got nothing to fear, man. Nothing. No matter what, no matter what happens, I will make you eternally successful. I will make you into that man or woman you want to be. I will do things for you and in you and through you beyond anything that you could ever ask, think, or imagine. I want you to understand, his vision for you, his vision for us is so much greater than anything I can ponder I don't know what ponder means, but I like that word. Y'all like that word? You know, it's a good word, you know. Come up with, 
And I want you to get that. I want you to understand that. I want you not only to hear that and be excited for a second and a half, but I want you to establish that in your heart. I want you to go home and, and write down Romans 8.31 and memorize that do. Make that a part of your thinking. Don't just say it like you're in Sunday school. Say it like you're a mature adult Christian. You hear what I'm saying? God's for you. Oh, but there's stuff in my life. He knows you're goofy. He's still for you. Oh, but I made mistakes. It's okay. That's a big club. That's why he died. I don't know how I'm going to do that. It's okay. He's for you. That's why he rose from the grave. I don't know exactly what to do. That's okay. That's why he sent his Holy Spirit. Are you with me? You say, well, that's good. Is that for me? That's for every one of us. I'm not going on that step, John. That step creaks, and it drives my wife and John nuts. And the rest of you, too? Get over it. No, I'm just kidding. But are you with me? I'm just going to keep pounding this and pounding this because I think there's a lot of people who know the verse They even believe they believe the verse, but they've never established the verse at the center of their soul. Amen? Amen? Amen. I think this is so important. I really do. And if he be for us, who or what can be against us? I was wondering how I was going to end this sermon today. And Lisa and I, we we read the same scripture every day. And I go upstairs and she explains it to me. All right? And this morning was on this dude named David. And my man David, he's a scrawny little punk. He really was. They said he was pretty, but he was just kind of little and scrawny. They had this big old king named Saul, and he was a doofus. And so God was calling another called David and... And David comes up to, to bring his, his brothers some food and find out what's happening in the battle and bring the, the bosses of the battle some cheese. And he gets there, and this big, ugly, nasty, nine-foot-nine dude comes out from the lines and says, hey, why don't we do this? Why don't one of you come out, and whoever wins, the, other sir, the one that wins... Their people will be the boss and we'll serve you. And he starts making fun of them. He starts saying, you're the biggest bunch of sissies I've ever seen in my life. That's lettermanism, but that's, that's what's there. Okay, and he's saying, what's wrong with your God, man? Don't you believe? What's wrong with you? You know, and he, he you know, David goes up on that line. Now remember, David's a little dude. He's not one of his older brothers in the battle. He's just some little dude. You ever feel like a little dude? No, seriously. You know, I don't care if you're Russ's side. There's sometimes in, during the day you feel like a little dude. You know what I'm saying? You do. You feel a little peaky. You know, all of a sudden, this giant jumps out. You ever have a giant jump out? You don't know how to handle it. You're not sure what to do. But that's when, if we are established in the fact that God is for me. 
And we need to do that now before the giant jumps out. I was thinking yesterday when I was thinking of this sermon, I was walking. And, uh, and I, was, I was thinking about, you know, there's these things that come against us. And, you know, all these guys got this thing about fear and false evidence appearing real. And I remember a few months ago, I, I, I came up around the corner. I was running or walking or something. Even if I was wa- running, it was kind of walking. But around the corner behind this tree was this German shepherd going, eh. there wasn't nothing false about that. That dude had teeth. And he wasn't there smiling. He was saying, I'm going to chew on you. You know, sometimes things are false and they're kind of mental, emotional. Sometimes there are German shepherds and they ain't false or emotional. But the bottom line is, every once in a while, and I think it's God's will, we run into something that's bigger than we are. And that's when we actually find out where we are spiritually. That's where we actually find out whether we actually have faith or not. Are are you with me? That's when we kind of understand what our default go-to is. I guess that is a go-to. Default is a go-to, isn't it? Forget that. But that's where we actually find out who we are in Christ. So David goes up to bring his brother some food, this big old dude comes out, starts mocking his God, starts mocking his people, starts saying all these things, and all the Israelites were like, oh, what are we going to do? You know, he's so big. Look at the size of his spear. I'm sorry, I hear people say that stuff all the time. You know, I, I laugh in the school. There's this thing called the state. DHS. Not, not Homeland Security, but Health and Human Service. And they come out here, and I just laugh at them. Because they come in like a bully. You ever see a bully? They come in, bossing everybody around. Everybody, oh, I'm like, get out of my stinking building. You know, enough of that. You want to come in here and show us where we're off and what we need to do to make these kids safe? I'm in. You want to come in and intimidate? I will throw you out. Well, you can't. I was told one time, you can't do that. Watch me. No, I'm serious. Listen, guys. That's how we need to be. When the devil sends someone or something into your life, instead of going, ooh, we need to say, I'm throwing you out. You got no place here. I ain't afraid of you. Like Brahm says, I'm not cared. Amen? Because you know what? The creator king of the universe is for you. He's for me. So David, he he mentioned it. And here's the part you've got to get. When you actually step up and be a man or a woman, an adult, and you step up and say, you know what? That thing's not backing me down. 
you, you have to understand, people around you aren't going to like you because it makes them look like sissies. You understand that? You know, when you step up and you say, no, 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 no. People are going to talk about you. They're going to say, well, you know, they looked at David and said, well, you're just a little punk. You can't take on this nine foot nine giant. You know, his, his, the front head of his spear is the size of a bucket. You know, he, he will eat you up and chew you up and spit you out. That's just, that, expect that, guys. Are you hearing me? Even in the church, when you step up to be that man or that woman, people who aren't are going to try to find a way to somehow put you down because by you stepping up, they feel like you're putting them down. Amen? You, are you getting me? Are you hearing me? Are you understanding? Because I've had some, oh, I can't believe what they're saying. Oh, grow up. Welcome to leadership. In this world, if you do anything, somebody's going to have a problem with it. Amen? You know, I, I, you know, people are like, oh, this person said this about you. That's okay. They're going to hell. I ain't going to have to put up with them anyway. Are you with me? Are you hearing what I'm saying? No. David stepped up, and it made his brothers look bad. He's got these big hawk brothers, and this little, little David says, I'll do it. I'll, you know, then, of course, man wants you to do it their way. And they put this armor on him. They put the, you see, all, like he's wearing his big brother's suit. He's like, no. Man, this ain't me. I got to do it the way I've always done it. He took his staff. And he took his slingshot and he picked up some stones, polished them bad boys up. And he said, okay, watch this. Well, David, we're afeard for you because we're afraid that he's going to kill you. He's like, listen, I already killed a bear with this. I already killed a lion with this. That sorry chump ain't going to be nothing because I'm going out In the name and the power of my God. Because you see, my God is for me. I loved it. He comes out and the giant starts laughing. That's all you folks can find is this putrid little punk. Man, I am going to eat him alive. I am going to feed him to the birds. You folks are going to be serving us forever. And David goes, oh yeah? He walks out and he takes that stone. He flings that thing, finds that thing. You can tell I don't slingshot too much. And he nails that dude right between the eyes. That dude fell down. David takes his sword, chops that dude's head off, because David knew how to get ahead. Huh? I like that line, baby. 
That's not original with me. But guys, how about you? How about you? Want to get ahead? Huh? But you have to understand something. You ain't getting ahead by standing back there with everybody else wondering what to do. You've had problems in your life, haven't you? Me too. That's your bear. You've had pain in your life, haven't you? Me too. That's our lion. That's why it's so important to deal with these things. That's why it's so important to win these littler, smaller battles. Although, when the lion and the bear come, doesn't seem so small, does it? It's a lion and a bear. But you see, what we have to understand is, God knows when Goliath cometh. That's King James. Are you with me? Are you with me? He's preparing us. Why does all this happen to me? Because God's preparing you. You say things are going to get worse? Let me encourage you. Yes. Oh, but pastor, I... I, I'm going to go to a Tony Robbins concert next week because I don't like what you're saying. Go ahead. But I'm telling you this. If you prepare when those smaller problems come and you allow God to make you a victor or an overcomer in the midst of those smaller problems, when that big problem comes, and it will, then you know That by his power and by his might, just like he's already done it before, he will make you overwhelmingly victorious in this if you establish one thing. If God be for me, no matter what comes at me, No matter how great it may seem or feel or look, I have the power and I've got the practice and I've got the discipline and I've got the glory that no matter what comes at me, no matter how large and ominous it may seem, I can win. I want you to hear this. I want you to understand this. I want you to establish this. Moms, dads, grandmas, and grandpas, your kids need to see this established. If they see you flaking out every time a problem comes, why would they believe in the God you say you believe in? If you react the same way at work that everybody else reacts to, to stress and struggles, why in the world would anybody there want to to serve or worship the God you say you worship and serve? But you know what? 
You don't have to be fearful. You don't have to be backing down. We're going to sing the first song with you. Come on up and get ready. See, I'm so organized, they never know what I'm going to do. But you see, that's just how I am. And as much as it drives my wife slam nuts, after 30 years, you'd think she'd be used to it. You know what I'm saying? Guys, this is your time. This is your time. Maybe you didn't realize when you were fighting the smaller fights that you were preparing for the big fight. And maybe you weren't just quite ready. Maybe your footing wasn't quite right. Maybe you had not shod your feet with the, with the shoes of peace yet. And that came and, man, it, did you ever have something just hit you and it knocked you back? You know? But here's what I want you to do. The one thing I want you to understand is, is that when I used to play football, the people that got blown away and the people that got hurt were the ones standing there timid. <laughs> Sometimes I was mean. I'd watch them and I'd kind of smoke them. You know who didn't get hurt usually or blown away? was the person that was out there ready to do battle. Their feet were ready. They were prepared. They knew somebody was coming. And when they came, they didn't wait for that dude to hit them. They hit them. You see, if God is for you, who can be against you? Ain't just some kind of philosophy or ism. It's about you establishing, you know what, I'm leaving this place today and whenever the enemy comes into my world, I ain't waiting for that dude to blast me. I'm blasting him. Amen? Amen? Amen. And I'm going to practice this stuff. I'm going to put on the armor. I'm going to decide in the morning to win. I'm going to know that he's going to probably come at me one way or another today somehow. But you know what? Mm -mm. No, sir. I ain't waiting for him to come at my vulnerabilities. By the power of God, I'm going after his. I'm going to establish myself in prayer. I'm going to establish myself in the word of God. I'm going to establish myself in faith. I'm going to establish myself that I know I want this and I want this. And he helped me overcome in this. When he comes at me... They're going to be a whooping. But I ain't getting whooped. Amen? I'm going to do a little whooping of my own. You say, well, I, I, I've lost some battles. So have I. So what? Get up. Wipe yourself off. Quit sucking your thumb. Feeling sorry for yourself. Get up and become a warrior, man. Are you with me? But, but you don't understand how I've been hurt. Oh, my goodness. Somebody get a violin out. We've all been hurt. Amen? Are you with me? You know? No more, man. He ain't winning no more. Because since God is for me, can't nobody, including that sorry sucker from hell, come at me. Are you with me? 
it's time for the people of God to stand up and say, I'm winning the mental war. I'm winning the emotional war. I'm winning the war. Oh, my soul is so tattered. It's time to let God heal it and move on in power and glory. Are you with me? Are you with me? This is so important. Now, I ain't going to sit around and wait on him. By the power of God and through the person of God's Holy Spirit and through the Word of God, I'm going to go out. I'm looking for that sucker. Amen? I'm watching for him. I know he's coming. I'm hitting him before he hits me. I ain't sitting around timid anymore. Are you with me? This is your day. Let's stand. I don't care if you come to the altar, whether you do it there, whether you kneel where you are. I don't care. I want you today to decide. No more. I'm establishing one fact. God is for me. Ain't nothing and nobody that can come against me, can hurt me, destroy me. I'm going to win from this day forward. Amen?